Hello, everybody, and welcome to Asynchronous, a video game catch-up show. My name is AJ. My name is Kim. And today, if you've read the title, you already know, but today is the beginning of our third season of the show. Hooray, welcome to season three. Yeah. Um, where we will be talking about 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Aegis Rim? Aegis Rim? Uh, and as we start every season with a guest today, we are very pleased to welcome a co-founder of Polygon.com and co-host of The Besties and The Resties, mm. Christopher Thomas Plant. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. So, so glad to have, to have you. Here. I, I am so grateful that I can be here uh, before you make a grave mistake, and then I can oh. watch you make that mistake. Because oh. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a chaos agent. Uh, oh, man. Oh, I see. Yeah. To be clear this game rules i will answer your question is the game good don't worry aj but (laughs) it rules but i i just restarted playing it and i cannot wait to talk about why i think that this is going to be so difficult for you to do for this show it is going to be a organizational nightmare which is a manager i live for this is what we feared (laughs) yeah yeah, uh, I mean that's partly why we had you on. One of the questions is also how do we do this? <laughs> um, but we'll but we'll get there in a second. I do just want to say that we've been exchanging uh, Twitter DMs for a bit, and the other day I checked in to make sure that this recording time is okay, and you said, "Yep, I'm prepared and ready to pilot my mech through your eardrums." <laughs> so I'm I'm ready for that. Um, Very exciting. Yeah, and I guess just to just to really quick start off with a quick synopsis of the game i have a quote from you here from the besties episode where you first talked about 13 sentinels uh and i just wanted to read it back and then see if you still agree with this pitch (laughs) sure okay quote the game is about a group of high school teenagers who pilot mechs and they have to get nude when they do it and then they fight alien machines in japan also it's built around time travel does that end quote does that does that track (laughs) (laughs) what's amazing about this is i (laughs) I can't answer your question without extremely <laughs> spoiling the game. Oh and my I, god! And I didn't know that when I said that. So okay. what I will say is, I stand by my decision to say those words at that time. <laughs> okay. All right. That look. That works. That's, that's good enough. That's we're good already enough. off to a wild start here. Yeah, we're off to a great start. Telling that it's going to be impossible to make this season, and that Chris can't even tell us really what the game is about. Well, um, actually, I know. So. I, you know, what? I, I, I have a, I have a way of talking about what the game is. Okay. That is factually correct, <laughs> which kind of is a hint at what I, at what you just said. Maybe not entirely factually correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time you get to the the conclusion. <laughs> Um, okay. Oh man, I really don't want to. Okay, so here's how my no, my no spoiler version of it. There are thirteen sentinels, and that's okay. It. No, no, no. There, there are thirteen <laughs> sentinels, and the purpose of the story, on a very high level, I believe, is what if we jam together every major hard science fiction story into one universe. And okay. by the end, there's actually a reason for it. So it's not just like a like kind of like video game exercise of like, oh, we like sci-fi. We're going to put it all together. No, this is a story about those stories and about the power of those stories while also being all of them all at once. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. It's incredible. That's quite a pitch. Yeah. Replaying <laughs> it, just restarting it now. It is one of my top 10 games of all time. So, wow. I'll, I'll get, but we still haven't answered your question. Is it good? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so I don't yes. I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We'll still answer that question. Mm-hmm. Why why don't we start there? Why don't yeah. we why don't we dive in? Is the game good, Chris? No, it's not. No, it's it's yeah, it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> that um it's exceptional for like my credentials. I played it to probably 99% completion on PlayStation 4. I completed the game, but there's like some other, you know, like little things that you can collect that I did all of it until a point where I was like, okay, I actually don't need those to Mm, appreciate the game. And then I've restarted it now that it's available on Nintendo Switch and loving it, honestly, even more this time around. I think Mm. the Switch is a much better home for it because you can, it's a lot of reading. It's a lot of reading, but also the, one of the gamey parts of the game just works better on Switch and and we'll kind of get to that in a bit. Okay. Interesting. That's great. Um, I guess quick question. You said there's a lot of reading. Is there voice acting in this game or is it all just there is. text? Um, okay. I believe there's both full English and full Japanese uh, okay. voice acting. It, it asks you to pick at the top and I picked uh, Japanese and it's great, but I feel like I originally must have played it on English voice acting. Sure. A thing to be aware of is the, you know, in most video games, people start talking and you're like, uh, I can read faster than them. I'm going to start spamming. With this game, the conversations move quite quickly. So there have been times where having the Japanese audio that I actually wasn't fast enough to read uh, everything just because it was kind of like it was kind of piling up. I right before we started this, I also told you that I'm trying to learn Japanese. So I that might have been me like trying to be like, ah, that's the word for car. (laughs) (laughs) And and then getting like proud of myself and then realizing I I no longer had kept up with the story. But yeah, it does. It does move quite quickly. So not a great tool for learning Japanese, but no. <laughs> but I appreciate that it moves quickly because sometimes in like a visual novel type game, I'm like, let's speed this along. Let's go. So I'm I'm excited to know that it moves at a steady click. So I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because there's also later on in the game an ability to fast forward and skip to parts of a story. So Interesting. Oh. Okay. yes, you you. We'll have to revisit stories because it is a branching narrative game, but you can get through that stuff quite quickly. Okay. All right. And I guess that um, on, on, on the Besties episode, I, I've done some research, I guess. Um, <laughs> on the Besties episode, you also said that they're, they're, the game's split into three parts, um, and one of those parts is pretty much just like a timeline of all the scenes that you've watched. So I'm assuming that that's like where you can go back and then fast forward to different parts in the scene to get different branching. Yeah, so this is a good chance to talk about like why I think Switch is a good home for this. When you start the game, it'll be quite easy for you all to play together. The first two hours basically is giving you the ropes of what the game can be, and it's pretty controlled. So you'll alternate between, hey, here is um, a like 15-minute chunk of story focused on one of the characters, and you'll meet other, the characters overlap, you'll meet them in it, and it'll end with a cliffhanger, and then you will cut to some other time completely disconnected from where you are, where you are battling in mechs. And the <laughs> the mechs, the way that that is like visualized, I would say like a modern version of like retro RTS. <laughs> Sounds weird, but it, it's it's a like like a holographic overworld map of mm-hmm. uh, parts of Japan, and then your mechs are represented as like symbols on that. And then the enemies are also represented by these kind of 3D symbols and by using 
kind of like turn somewhat turn-based mechanics that are like somewhere between turn-based and real-time strategy but it doesn't look like a mech fight nothing about it is literal it, it is very much like symbols of what a mech fight would look like okay um yeah <laughs> that explains why anytime i've seen like an image or clip of the <laughs> of the combat i've been like what am i looking it's at inscrutable <laughs> it is yeah so it's it's so, so it's like if someone tried to remake warcraft 3 in dwarf fortress kind of yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's like or like if they tried to remake um warcraft in google maps okay. and then like okay. and then like ran it through like a matrix filter okay <laughs> all right interesting fantastic okay sorry i interrupted right. you please continue oh yeah so the beginning of the game you're, you're bouncing back and forth between those things you have like here's a little bit of story and then here's a fight in this and each fight is very very simple they're teaching you first like how to move around there's only like one mech and then by the end of the first two hours you've met probably like maybe a third of the characters or played as them and um you have learned how to like control effectively battalion or a squad of of sentinels and when you start a like match you will effectively choose like oh these are the i think it's four or six it's you will choose some sentinels who are going to fight and then some sentinels who are going to stay back at the aegis rim uh if that's how it's pronounced and they like guard it and they effectively use like your defensive maneuvers and there's like all of these mechanics about like earning xp tied to you know who you put in the battle and who you keep on defense i won't mm -hmm. get into that it's like pretty hardcore <laughs> and like you don't you, honestly you don't need to worry about it mm -hmm. for the combat there is a hard mode which you should avoid um, unless you really really like strategy okay. and which i i don't recommend i think it's great if you're a second time through there's a normal mode which i think is pretty well balanced but and here's the important part to get all of the story bits you need to complete these missions on s so like top you you need to like ace them right and then there is okay. a like casual story mode which is definitely too easy for me but it's great for everybody to just be able to have and you're pretty much guaranteed like s rank with it right, so right. it's like a great way to ensure that you're getting the story bits because as you complete each of these stages it's like oh you completed this and then you get like these five points towards unlocks okay so <laughs> we're gonna talk about the unlocks so so those are yeah. the two things that you get through that chunk you've done like two hours that you've met these characters you've learned how the game works and it's like congratulations now you get to play the real game you've effectively beat the two hour tutorial of all this and there are three parts of the game now you can go into story mode where you can pick any of the characters and they you'll eventually will have like the 13 cent or mech you know drivers pilots then there is the action rts game where you can go and complete missions and then the third pillar is effectively a wiki <laughs> and it is a massive <laughs> okay. list of things that you like words that you might hear mentioned or like little details and you can unlock those with like certain points from winning those battles so the great thing about that is if you get confused you can go in there and be like hey i keep hearing about this like magic cat I wonder if there's like an entry on this magic cat and then you like can go and get that or there are like things that are 
like, I think War of the Worlds would be in there. And you could be like, hey, they keep mentioning War of the Worlds. And you would go there and be like, hey, War of the Worlds was written by H.G. Wells and was a radio play. So you can get some of the context for just the fiction in general because mm -hmm. it's extremely referential. And that sounds like that's not a game. It sounds like it's two games in a wiki, but I assure you, you will need that to enjoy the other two bits. Are you regretting picking this game yet? <laughs> Not yet, but I feel like only because we haven't talked about how the hell we're going to structure the season. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm in the same boat. If I were to play, if, if this was, if you were pitching me a game just to like, hey, you should play this game and this is how you pitched it, I'm I'm, I'm all in. But the fact mm -hmm. that we need to figure out how to make a podcast season about it <laughs> um, is now making me a bit, a bit wary. But uh, uh, what is life without a bit of challenge? Yeah, I, I, it's going to get harder. This oh, is the man. easy part. I haven't even okay. gotten to the hard part. Right. So here's here's where it's going to get challenging for you. So I think what you had mentioned in your you like sent me like a prep doc and you're like, mm. oh, yeah, but should we like play like just one character, you know, like so like do maybe like 13 episodes with 13 characters. Great idea. Not an option. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because it does want you to get the story in kind of a certain way. You will play to effectively stopping points. And then those stopping okay. points will have things that you need to do in other stories or in other battles to uh, to move forward. So to like see, there's a character very heavily inspired by E.T. And with her story, you might play through 50% of her story. And they'll be like, hey, to get to the next mission, you need to go complete 25% of the story about the uh, soldier from World War II. And then you go do that and you get like a little bit more of that E.T. story. But then it's like, okay, but to see the end of the E.T. thing, you actually need to complete like 90% of the combat. So okay. you, there's a lot of, hey, we don't want you to see this part of this character's story because it's really not going to make sense or it could spoil everything if you got mm -hmm. to this too early. Mm. Um, which again, Great, if you're just casually playing it. Right. Brutal. Absolutely <laughs> brutal if you um, are wanting to make a podcast out of it. Right. Does it create sort of a linear path that, like, AJ and I will both naturally follow? Or are there moments where things will branch where, you know, we could theoretically decide to do two different things? So... I, I, I've been trying to think of like what, what I would recommend because one of the ideas he said was like, well, what if we just like, we're just let loose, you know, like we just play it for two hours a week and then we come back and we talk about like what we saw. You will inevitably spoil large chunks for each other. Sure. Mm -hmm. At the same time, that could be interesting because again, all these things overlap and part of the fun of the game is like, oh, you know, that person's story, I thought they were very much the villain. And now I'm realizing they are like a romantic interest of a character that I'm pretty sure is like a very good person. I'm like, how's that going to connect? Um, and you can start to see that stuff pieced together. That said, again, getting into the nitty gritty of podcast making here. <laughs> the the thing that I, that I would fear then is like, oh, well, eventually the other person is going to have to get caught up on that stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So like that week, it's like, do they just bring it? back again when they right. do the two hours that you already discussed the week previous mm -hmm. i think the, the the best bet and it's going to require it's going to require a, a lot of communication is that <laughs> that you effectively have like a journal where mm -hmm. you each day you check in with each other you could do this like in text or whatever uh, or discord and you could pop in and say hey today i am playing the two chapters of this person and 
and one battle in this. And then then the wiki, you make that your free-for-all. It's like, mm-hmm. whatever you unlock, you unlock. If you end up getting stuff that you want to share on the podcast, great. That, that, the wiki can help you together as detectives solve this great <laughs> mystery. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I think... I think it will require like pretty regular check-ins of like, yeah. hey, I, I played this. Can you get caught up to me on here? Or what are you going to do next? Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Which is kind of a thing we do already, but usually yeah. our check-ins are like, hey, this game's good. Or like, hey, I hated this part. But now that the, the check-ins will have to be like, hey, I'm, I'm, making, I'm making these choices. I'm doing yeah. these things. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm, that is I'm, honestly, very I'm, helpful advice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm less, I'm less freaked I'm less out about now. it. I think. Yeah, yeah, because I think. Did I take you on a roller coaster? Was it, it was a bit of a roller coaster? Okay. A little was, bit, but, but that's fun. <laughs> it was good, but now I think we have kind of like a, you know, we just have to kind of stay in communication, which is the thing we're doing anyway. I think mm-hmm. that'll be good. I feel good about that. I do too. Yeah, I think that that's going to be very doable. Yeah, I think so. Chris, sort of along the same lines, how would you suggest, do you think that like two hour chunks is going to be sort of a a good, you know, playtime to podcast ratio or because I've heard that the game is is it's not terribly long. It's like 25 to 30 hours to complete. Yeah, I I think that's right. I think two hours. The the real tricky part here is going to be the action bits, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Because they are, I would almost say like maybe measure the story by time and the action bits is a separate thing. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, the action bits are going to take some people a long time and some people like literally no time at all. But I'm pretty sure that a typical kind of like chunk of a character story is about 10 minutes, like an episode okay. of their story. Um, okay. And they have many, many episodes per person. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's something like, oh, each episode we're going to play through, I don't know, like 10 chunks of 10 episodes of story. Sure. Plus however many bits of combat or or even, you know, less like eight bits of story and, you know, five battles. Um, because I'll have to look, but I, I think you could look up how many battles there actually are in the game, and that might help you kind of break that part. Okay. Okay. And and so after the 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 opening, I guess prologue or whatever, you can hop to any of that stuff at any time, more or less. Or uh, <laughs> are the battles like gated off by story stuff well, the, as well? The battles are eventually gated off by story. So you get through the prologue, and right away it's like, hey, do you want to do? You want to go fight in mechs? And it, say you chose that, it would be gated off in like traditional level progression. Sure. So okay. you'd be like, you know, stage or world two, stage one, stage two, stage three. And if you like really just like committed to that, you would get to a point where the game says, okay, you should take a break. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but this is a reading video game and you seem to be avoiding all the reading. <laughs> okay. I, I also you gotta think do your homework. You got right. it. You got Well, and the battles are most enjoyable when you care about the characters because there right. actually is a fair amount of like dialogue in the battles. And again, I don't know how the magic works behind the scenes but i believe that it is serving you specific story beats based off of who you put in combat with each other so if you put like a couple together in combat together you'll get like interesting story bits from the perspective of the couple um or if you put like enemies in combat you'll get little story bits 
based off of that. That's very oh. interesting. I love that. But that that's like that's yeah. not so important to the story that sure. that you both need to like make sure you have the same characters going into battle. I think that'll be a good thing for you to talk about. Hey, this is how I experienced battle. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's okay. what I was going to say too. That's that's awesome. I guess uh I mean, I, all of these questions are along similar lines, but like are there multiple endings or is there one like ending or are there just like is there like a good bad and neutral one or like what's the how do we know when the game's over i guess <laughs> you will know when the yeah. game is over it is definitive um the ending of the video game i believe that there's only i'm trying to think if there's like a false ending mm. there might be kind of but like you'll see credits and the credits will give you a kind of like I don't think this is a spoiler. You can cut it if you think it is. But I will say they, they will give you a breakfast club type of <laughs> satisfaction. Okay. okay. Like, oh, okay, you're you're rewarding me for what I put into this. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love that. Okay. Yeah. This is a very important question that I have to ask about every game. Are there any himbos in this game? I so I I think. I think so. It kind of depends <laughs> on what you want for himbo. There is a how how comfortable are we with like kind of minor spoilers or talking about things that you will see or do you want like literally nothing going in? Yeah, I'm fine with minor spoilers. I don't. I'm I'm okay with that. Here, here, yeah, that's I, fine. I I, I want to set up one thing just because I actually I think we should talk about this before the before you play the game because I think it's I think it's a delicate thing and I think that your audience might have like complicated feelings about it. There sure. is a friendship sort of relationship between a character from world war two uh japan who is like very intense and i believe the character identifies as a man but prefers to dress as a woman and is like very queer in the state of like the fiction like very openly mm -hmm. about that and the way that they deal with that relationship i love them like i i i adore them as, as like people i just find them like so interesting and complicated and messy mm -hmm. but i mm -hmm. think that like it is by no means perfect so i i i as a cis you know white <laughs> guy recognize that like hey i might be enjoying this in a way that like other people find absolutely awful but mm. i find something very like there's something about their relationship that i just find very tender while also like both these characters are end up being, I would say, kind of the opposite of what you'd expect them to be. So when you ask about a himbo, I think one of them might meet that for you. Um, okay. But each character in this game starts as one person and kind of ends as another. Mm. Um, okay. In ways that are more literal than that might even sound. <laughs> um, <laughs> great. Uh, okay. I was uh, like, oh, character growth. That's great. Yeah. 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 Um, so yes, the answer is yes. Great. That's all I needed to know. Thank yes. you so much. Uh, I'm going to go actually just kidding. <laughs> um, I guess my, my, I guess last biggish question, which you, I think you've kind of already answered already. Is there any, like, I know the wiki exists and stuff. Is there any like stuff that we should like make sure that we do that maybe isn't part of the like main path or anything or. So here's my advice for playing, I guess like my, my like one mega piece of advice for playing this game and enjoying this game and maybe even like for the show itself, it might make this show more enjoyable and richer for your audience. It's not going to make sense and it's going to contradict itself 
and that is okay and intentional and it's not bad writing there there there's there is don't worry there's there's bad writing in this game at times there's bad writing in every video game i mean they're video games you know um i mean that sounds like very dismissive but like come on y'all it's a very young medium you know go read a book if you just want pure pure great writing don't worry that's what pulitzer for us but i think i think a mistake that i've seen people make is that they've played it like rust rushed from the besties and bounced off because they're like well this doesn't add up or like this is contradicting Ooh. itself and that must be like a, a flaw or it's like impossible to follow and that must be a flaw and i assure you without even straining your brain too much it will get you to where you need to be it's not as complicated as it seems the other thing that I, I would say that is that I think this will make it richer for you and maybe your audience is I would watch or read or listen to the things that it references. Mm-hmm. Um, so that stuff like War of the Worlds and E.T. But I mean, it is all over the map with, with its references, um, some more esoteric than others. Um, and being able to help your audience spot those like hey, this is a Star Trek reference and actually there's a reason for it to be a Star Trek reference when you see what they're doing with this character. Mm. And kind of figuring out, hey, for each of these characters, what film are they referencing with this? Like, I'll just straight up tell you, there is a Memento storyline in here. Wow. That is, yeah, that's great. But finding those things, I guess maybe it's a Memento. Maybe, mm, well, I'll I'll leave that to you to figure out what it is. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, yeah, I think it's less about hey, you need to go read this wiki or you need to read this review or you need to do any of this homework for the game itself. I think the game will get you where you need to go. But I do think having that larger sci-fi insight and experience will help you enjoy it more. What do you think, AJ? Should we uh, expand beyond video games for this season? <laughs> yeah, so I was just thinking, I was like, how do we work in these these other mediums yeah. into the into the season? I would, I mean, honestly, I would if it was doable, and if the and if the references weren't like too many per episode, yeah. I think we could probably tack a thing onto the end of every episode, or even even within like the discussions. I think that could yeah, be doable. I think that would be fun. I think that could be fun. Yeah, the the, the the one that I would say you should watch. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll give you. How about I give you a list of things that I think you will be referenced would, very early on. I would love a list. I w- that would be fantastic. Actually, I think yeah. ET is mandatory. Like if oh, there's yes. one that is just straight up mandatory, ET is especially at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. I think the Matrix is the 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 very first Matrix film. Uh, you will see referenced heavily. I think the very first Terminator film you will eventually see referenced quite a bit and i think war of the worlds but like the actual original war of the worlds will okay. be referenced i i think its perception of kaiju actually has much more in common with wells than it does with like godzilla type of stuff mm, okay. okay not to say that you won't see some of that stuff but it's it's quite different mm. okay oh and in the the last one um any any um enemy ai but specifically hal in 2001 a space uh, odyssey okay which all these are like touchstones you probably already are familiar with these but i think like if you haven't watched them in a while you yes, might say, help to a have a, a catch yeah. up yeah okay that's excellent yeah this um, is this is great is there do you have a suggested order for those 
for oh for watching that yeah no the only the only thing that i would i would prioritize is et because okay. et is referenced right et and war of the worlds are referenced right from the top and i one of my favorite storylines is just very heavily inspired by et mm-hmm. and um yeah and i think war of the worlds is just useful in yeah i mean basically all of the combat i think is it's it's like what would have happened if War of the Worlds was a mech story? Like what if, <laughs> what if mechs showed up? You know, like yeah. to kick mm-hmm. like Evangelion showed up to kill to kill the War of the Worlds monsters. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, suck on that, H.G. Wells. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually my back tattoo. <laughs> suck on that, H.G. Wells. Amazing, man. You, yeah, I, it, you've certainly given us a lot. much to think about much to think about but definitely all kind of uh not expected but like i knew that there was gonna be i was gonna be like reeling at the end of this call um Mm -hmm. so we'll post the syllabus for all of the required (laughs) reading and and uh listening and watching um Mm -hmm. no but i think i think we will uh like tweet this out or something but um, yeah for sure it's very good oh Mm. I, i i forgot that i wrote like a whole thing that is an explainer for what the game is. I probably should have given should we you have that. Just, should we have just read that? <laughs> yeah. Do you want, do you Instead want me of to... having you on, we just read the article. It's like, why are you wasting my time? <laughs> <laughs> okay. How, how about I read this? And you can you can put this wherever you want. You, you can keep it here, which would be like a real gotcha <laughs> for everyone. Or you could you could put it at the top. I, I was having such a nice conversation that I forgot like, oh yeah, I forgot I actually prepared for this. <laughs> Right. Okay, so here here's my explainer of like what the game is in the first few hours. So the game takes place in Japan in 1945, 1985, 2025, 2065, and another point in the future that I won't go into. Okay. 1985 is the dominant chunk of the game. But it's not like, oh, the whole game takes place there with like, you know, diversions. The other parts of the game are quite meaty. I would just say, like, think of 1985 as your narrative core. Whenever you're kind of confused, that's that's the spine that you can return mm-hmm. to, and and that should like help you. So uh, across these large swaths of time or periods, to be more specific, mechs, mostly piloted by teenagers, <laughs> are engineered and used to fight off the quote kaiju, and, and they're called daimos. Or Deimos, I guess would be the right pronunciation. So yeah, that's that's the world of the world monsters. They are mechanical in nature. The game is broken into three parts. We talked about that uh, experience in the stories through the thirteen people. We talked about the RTS. Okay, I think I think that sets you up. That, that I, I I just okay. wanted to get a little bit of that that, that story thing of the time uh-huh. and what you're fighting. Yeah, for a little more clarification. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is helpful. I don't know if any of this is actually helpful. It might feel no, helpful, it is. But then you'll start playing and you'll be like, why did it? Why? We like I we went into this just like, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. Hopefully Chris will have some answers. And I mm-hmm. feel like we're really we're on a path now. So this has been extremely helpful. Yeah. I did have one more question, mm. which was um, if there were a 14th Sentinel, who do you think it should be and why? So I already told you that I want to come back. For when, oh, no. <laughs> for when the show, when you've completed the story, mm-hmm. there's already a 14th Sentinel. Well, no, it's not. It's not even that. <laughs> no, I, I won't say yay or nay. Mm-hmm. I will. I will say that 
I I actually have feelings about this, but okay. I can't oh. I can't tell you. I, I, this isn't even like a plot thing. It's more that like again, think of it as this is a story about sci-fi, and these mm. thirteen characters represent different parts of sci-fi. So really, the question is like, what is the additional piece of sci-fi? That I wish was in the world. Got it. Ooh, and okay. I can't answer that now because that would spoil that it's not there. Right. Um, okay. And then, then there's like the hokey answer of like, do I just want, you know, like Vin Diesel in there? <laughs> and, you know, it, like, yeah. I, and the answer is like, well, at first, yes, but then no, because, you know, like he seems to really have trouble with his, you know, collaborators. And I worry that then like a few <laughs> Sentinels might decide that they don't want to be part of the series anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> That'd be a real problem. Yes, yeah, so it's a it controversial would... pick. Yeah, that's it... true. <laughs> what if what if not Vin Diesel? Just just the character of Riddick. Oh, and all of his chronicles. <laughs> yeah, every chronicle. Oh, okay, sure, sure. All thirteen chronicles. That would make sense. One for every Sentinel. <laughs> yeah, it's twenty six Sentinels now. Actually, wouldn't that be a twist if the chronicles of Riddick that like <laughs> it was actually the story of the thirteen Sentinels, <laughs> and then like he just got kicked out of the club and like abandoned on this other planet. <laughs> I honestly I can't tell you if that would be wild or not because I don't know how, re- how wild the rest of the game is. It's actually in the game. Yeah, the rest of the game does sound pretty uh pretty wild. So pretty wild. I anything could happen. Maybe there are 26 sentinels. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's true. That's true. Well, well, mm. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to you about this after you play this. this game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, if anything, this has made me more excited for the follow-up conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I have to say, originally we were thinking maybe it'll be in 13 weeks, but I guess <laughs> there's no Who way knows? to tell. Um, Who knows? Well, I'm very excited to play this game. Um, Me too. At time of recording, the game has not come out yet on Switch. On Switch. Chris is just a, a special boy that gets games <laughs> and we do not. <laughs> um, I didn't want to say it out loud. but <laughs> We all know. We all know. I hope they mention that I'm a special boy. <laughs> I, I literally had it in my notes of make sure they mention special boy. Yeah, I should have added that to your introduction. Um, it. I'll, I'll, I'll add it to the uh, the follow up episode. Check. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, but that's like that is as clear of a view, I think, as as I could request. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I have any more any any more real. Uh, I think this is good. I think you're going to do great. I think you both are hey, thanks. gonna do great. I think Cameron's gonna do better than AJ, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, wow. you know what? You're probably right. Kim Kim is, is better at, at uh keeping track of, of I just take a lot of notes. Takes a lot of notes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the secret is this is why I come on these shows. I I've done this on Ether too. I come on and I so um distrust and discord. That way the best use is the only video game podcast left. Oh, oh yeah it's, it's, this is devious yeah yeah, wow. yeah through the power of um compliments mm-hmm. <laughs> and i love too. like not only did you do that but you also you emphasize the importance of communication in this one <laughs> so that together is a really interesting uh combination it'll be interesting to see how that plays out for us because we are constantly talking but can't trust each other yeah <laughs> i'll be playing this part and maybe another one <laughs> yeah um, like is that true i don't know this is my among us you know <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we've made it what twenty episodes without anybody bringing up Among Us, and and here we are. <laughs> <sighs> Dang it. Uh, well, uh, Kim, unless you have anything else 
That's it. There's a himbo. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much for, for agreeing to come on and, and talk us through <laughs> whatever this game is going to be. <laughs> I think you did a great job. I, before we started recording, we all told each other we were all going to do great jobs. And Chris, I do <laughs> think that you did a great job. Thank you. And Kim, I think you did a great job. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. AJ? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you thank you for being here aj thanks yeah no of course uh, it was an honor uh, <laughs> uh well i guess with that kim and i will be back next week playing the beginning of the game uh, mm -hmm. uh yeah i guess probably that's that's probably the one time we can be like we will definitely this is what we will, <laughs> we'll be doing. definitely be playing this yeah i'd say play to the opening where it opens up to the three different sections of the game yeah and it'll say okay. i think it says like prologue complete or something okay Great. And then that'll okay. be like a good hearted stop. And that'll be, I, th I think, probably an hour and a half to two hours. Okay. Okay. Amazing. Um, so for those of you playing along at home, that's what we'll be, we'll be playing. But then knowing us, the first episode, we're just going to spend going through every single person we meet and not actually talk about the story at all, because that's kind of all we, <laughs> we like to do on the show. Again, Chris, thank you so much. Uh, and I look forward to having you back. I can't wait. After we finish yeah. the game. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, where where can people find you? Yeah. Oh, people can find me at polygon.com and they can also read just lots of great stuff there. And they can listen to me on the Besties uh, podcast with uh, Russ Frushdick and the McElroy brothers, specifically Justin Griffin on that one. And we have a new newsletter at Polygon. I'm going to do a plug. Yeah. Uh, it's called Patch Notes. It's and good. It's just, uh, it's just a delight. It's just, hey... It's Friday night. What the hell am I going to do? I've got an answer for you. Yep. You're going to watch. You know what people should watch? Have you heard about RRR? No. No. What is that? <laughs> I won't say literally anymore other than <laughs> Google RRR and uh, watch literally anything. You could watch a trailer. You could watch just GIFs. You can watch whatever you want. It is the best action movie not, I'm not going to say ever. I'm not going to be hyperbolic, but I'm going to okay. say that it is it is a masterpiece. I will be hyperbolic in that way and say it is a masterpiece <laughs> of action cinema. Wow. Um, okay. I, yeah. That 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 is my I I my I, I tried to plug a newsletter instead I plugged uh, RRR which yeah. honestly <laughs> was a great call. I see a review here now. Uh, shot composition was too good, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is great. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever wanted to see the human embodiment of fire fight the human embodiment <laughs> of water, while dozens of animals slaughter colonial British soldiers. Have I got the film for you? Wow. If you've ever wow. thought, what if somebody stopped using a motorcycle as a motorcycle and instead used it as a baseball bat? <laughs> you know what? A scratch it. I don't want to play 13 Sentinels anymore. Can we yeah, do an let's RRR just season? Watch RRR. Yeah, it's great. It, also, the movie's like three and a half hours long. So. Oh my God, that's so long. It's like a long movie. Wow. Well, thanks for your personal plugs, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> sure. thank you. Happy to. You can find Always. Chris in RRR. You can find me online at AJ Flary. You can find the show at Async Pod. You can find me at Okimmies. <sighs> and uh, we'll we'll be back, I guess, in in a week with something. We'll go. There'll <laughs> play, be play something. The, play the prologue, <laughs> and then we'll be back, and we'll see. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, Chris, again for coming on. Uh, bye. 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 Garbage. Uh -huh.